Hey, Street Fighters, what the fuck is up? How y'all doing? Having a good night? Wednesday. We're a little bit earlier than usual, um, but we are here to do the show, the basement show that started almost 10 years ago here in Columbus, Ohio. We wanted to create dissent and disruption to challenge the authority in this city. And we took our lonely little show onto the community radio of WCRS and we spread that message far and wide. And we've now found ourselves uh, in a wonderful position to finally start looking out for each other and standing up for ourselves and creating a new community that includes all of us and excludes the ones that take advantage and uh, beat us. So welcome to the show. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We're Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. All jokes, folks. That's all we're doing here every single Wednesday and Sunday night. That's when there's a street fight. You can find us uh, on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube if you want to watch and chat along. Uh, On Sunday nights, we're taking calls. Uh, At this point, it's probably just going to be more protest stuff until we get what we want. Um, we're working on getting rid of the bosses so we won't get, have to worry about you complaining anymore. Uh, so that's something you look forward to. You can uh, call us on Sunday night, uh, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And also, if you're a creative and you want to uh, uh, contribute to the Street Fight zine, Head to streetfightradio.com. At the very top on the menu, there is a zine submission page. We're looking for parenting advice and information, articles, artwork, whatever it is. Uh, Tell us what you got. Uh, There's all kinds of suggestions for zines in the future, like metal and uh, staying inside, which we're not doing very much of these days. But um, we have a lot of things planned in the future. Uh, If you want to support the show and what we do, head to patreon.com slash streetfightradio. I do want to let everybody know that 10% uh, of our Patreon, that's $1,323, went split amongst like a dozen bail bonds, Columbus, Minneapolis, uh, Seattle, and Nashville, and other places, uh, but we did miss Iowa and, uh, one of my favorite listeners, Justin Comer, uh, one of our best listeners lives in Iowa and wants to make sure that those people get taken care of as well. So, uh, I'll put those links out there. Um, please help out with the Iowa bail fund. They're, they're kind of slipping through the cracks. Um, Brian, how you doing? I'm great as you can be. I mean, you know, it's weird. I've been wanting this to happen for fucking we've been doing street fight for nine years probably 10 years i would say yeah about a i probably got that left bug about a year before we actually started street fight i would say maybe six months it wasn't long before i actually just started street fight and you you could go back and listen to my radicalization happen over nine years and like this is something that you know, I I saw this happen in 2011. It wasn't an election year, and it wasn't as big. And it was run by a bunch of dipshits. <laughs> so this one is refreshing to me. And uh, um, I'm very happy that people are being heard. Not very happy that they're being beat up, because personally, in my opinion... Uh, not getting beat up or arrested is better than getting beat up or arrested. I agree. I, there's so many white, there's so many fucking white people on Facebook that are like talking to the mic. I'm. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Am I not talking into the mic? Be fine to me. 
Okay. okay. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> There's so many like white people on Facebook and stuff like that who think that like Martin Luther King went out and was like, oh, I hope a cop bashes me over the head with a fucking stick so that then people can see how bad the cops are. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not like what they were doing there. They well, were like, they were like, I would prefer to not get hit in the head with a stick by the right. police. But they also have a, a, a high school understanding of history. And that's what we are brainwashed by the American public school system to believe. That's what's taught in history classes. Uh, you know, what's, what's illuminating to me is I, I was watching the Today Show and there was this roundtable discussion about like, where are the leaders? Who's stepping up? Where is the MLK? Where is the Malcolm X? And it's like, we don't need that. There's actually hundreds of them out there. Uh, every time I go down there, I see a new, a new leader. Somebody that tells pe that that gets in front of the march and leads chants and tells people what to do, and uh, I see people organizing supply stations. I see uh, medics and strikers, and I see everybody. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, we need one person to tell everybody what to do. Everybody seems to to be there on themselves. Like everybody's there for themselves. Well, we don't I need to be talked down to anymore. I really think that like the way this thing is running in Columbus right now at. at least i can't speak for any other place but like this thing feels like it's being done exactly the right way to me yeah i mean you know obviously there are things happening that people don't really want happening and and like getting beat up by the police sucks and like i personally brian quinby do not give a shit about broken windows or burnt things i don't care you know, I it can think be it's a perfectly valid form of what we're doing right now. But, you know, I also understand the side where it's like, maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I get that part of that too, I, but you can't stop every single person from doing something. And I think a lot of stuff happens uh, outside of the protests anyway. Like it was like when we had Lacey from the garden call in, she said somebody kicked the window and down the street she's like it wasn't with the protest it was somebody who was walking by and figured hey i can kick a window in because there's a protest happening yeah i think there's a lot of people that are uh, organizing and doing the smart thing and and pulling a heist you know like we all want to do every time every movie we watch every year there's a big heist movie so there's a lot of people uh, pulling that off but you know it's absolutely ridiculous and it's it's an unnecessary part of the conversation mm -hmm. um people are acting with respect people just want to be able to walk in the streets whenever and however they want and make the traffic move to the side and make everybody get out of the way so that we have our opportunity to, to make ourselves heard. And, uh, and, and, oh shit, I lost it. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to come off like I'm like talking Ooh. shit about people breaking uh, windows. It. I literally fucking don't care about these windows. But it's when you're doing that, People get mad and there is, we are animals. We are not special, miraculous, chil chosen children of God. We're broken people and someone is beating us and someone's attacking us and our grandmas and our wives, our daughters, husbands, people we love, people that are our neighbors, people that we just have just met and care for deeply are being attacked with violence for standing outside with the rest of us, for, for expressing ourselves. And that's the kind of behavior that needs to just be flushed out of our society. Mm -hmm. yeah. We don't need that shit. I mean, that's exactly the problem. And you know what? There's no reason to talk about it. You, you hit someone over the fucking head, they're going to break a goddamn window. And you're lucky they don't do worse. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. They're, I mean, 
you know, conservative media is like inundating with people with stories that are going to make us look bad no matter what happens. And they're never going to not do that. And the New York Times is never going to not do that. That's what the, the the media is in the pocket of the same people the police are in the pocket of. And they're not going to cover us fairly. We we fucking know that. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, I think everybody else knows it now. I don't think a lot of this stuff works. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people. I I do see people that are mad about property damage, but I see a lot more people being like, why do you care about a fucking bank's windows? Yeah. You know, which again, and in 2008, 2009, when we started like in 2011, we started in 2011 In 2011, when we started doing this, that wasn't like even a conversation that happened. You, you net me and him had to be taught. You know, why windows get broken, why things get lit on fire and about de-arresting people and stuff like that. Like we had to be taught that because we were the same way. You know, it's like, well, why riot? Why loot? It's like everybody needs that explained to them. They don't understand like why they don't understand. Like if you're a white dude that grew up in America, you're never going to understand past why are they burning down their own neighborhoods like that whole thing? And it's like now you people are getting the understanding that like these aren't anybody's neighborhoods. When the politicians uh, I, I say do don't just, go ahead. South L.A., the protesters there, that place got burned down in 92. They directed it all towards the rich neighborhoods in Beverly Hills and Melrose. So people are making sure to not burn down their own neighborhoods. Yeah. Well, I don't even think I, I don't feel, I, I feel like when a politician says, why are we burning down our, na- our city? It's like you're, they literally mean our city, like the police and the, uh, mayor's city, not our city. Yeah. You know, they're not talking about ours. It's their city. This city isn't mine. I don't feel like I have any stake in yeah. this city. I don't have any power here. I don't have any way to make anything change. Andy Ginther is like a, fucking brick wall when it comes to this stuff the mayor of this city fucking do you remember henry green he got shot because of the summer policing initiative and the summer policing initiative is where plainclothes police drive around and they bother people that they decide are a problem and they usually pick black men and they got out of the car and henry green ran because when a guy gets out of a fucking car and starts yelling at you and he has a gun and he's not dressed like the police you fucking run because it's scary as hell and he got shot in the fucking back not only did nothing happen to that cop but he was caught again kicking somebody in the, that was handcuffed in the back of the head. He's still fucking working. He's probably out there in a mask. He's out there right now. Zach Rosen is his name. Fucking cracking heads. And Andy Ginther, you know what he did in response to that? You know what Andy Ginther did? He extended the summer policing program through the fucking winter. That's what he did. He posted about that fucking bus, that dumb, dirty hippie bus in the middle of downtown that is so obvious that somebody lives in this bus. Yeah. Obvious. And, and we all know people that live in bus. We went, when we went to the protest at the DNC, 
I interviewed a someone that lived with an entire farm inside of a bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just lived with someone that had a fucking llamas and goats in a bus and traveled to protests. And they're like, we searched this fucking bus and we found a meat cleaver and some knives and an axe and like fucking things I have at my house where I live. You're allowed to have those fucking things. Yeah, you can have a grill set. Rocks are not against the law. Let me tell you something about rocks. If you don't want people to throw rocks, clean up all the fucking rocks. Get rid of them. No more rocks downtown. If that's what we're going to fucking do. If that's if if you're going to freak about every little fucking thing. These police are not out there exposed. They're not exposed at all. They're out there in fucking armor, driving armored Humvees with guns and a belt full of fucking Batman ass weapons that are basically blunt trauma to people and that what they're doing is they're 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 gassing and beating and throwing flashbangs and confusing people they're doing that to fucking just people that live in the city enormous groups of people that live in the city the people that are against this protest are in the fucking suburbs they don't even come down here what the fuck do they even care what we're doing down here well let me tell you what's up too like if there's a reason to be scared, but there's also a reason not to be. If you there, you can stay on the sidelines for the most part. If you, but you need to get involved. Like feeling guilty about why you're not down there is not enough. Like you have to figure out something. And there's these squishy ass suburban protests that are popping off like crazy. You can take kids out to the Worthington one over here, let them play in the fucking field, hold a sign up for one fucking hour and feel uncomfortable, you know, and try something new instead of just feeling guilty about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and make the effort because it's seven days now. And if you haven't been out, you're a fucking poser. Like, like you need to go <laughs> well, back when you were six years old in kindergarten, you learned about Martin Luther King and you said, I'd be one of those good white people. You need to go back to your little six year old self and look in the face and said, no, you weren't. Let me just say that if you are afraid of COVID, stay home. If you're immunocompromised, don't go to these things. He's mom. I'm dad. I know. I'm, I'm just a person. I don't think it's opposed on the ground. I we don't swarm ten thousand people swarm that city and tell those cops to put it down, or we're going to have to to do something about it. And then, and then it's ours. We need to get rid of the whole thing. And it's nothing to be scared of. It will be the most beautiful moment this city has ever fucking seen. There will be freedom. There'll be people crying and weeping and songs singing through the fucking streets when we get rid of the police and Andrew Ginter. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even. I don't necessarily even like I I know that there is coming an announcement. Also, the, just want to say tough moms exist too. Tough okay. mom. I mean, I'm not trying I'm I'm not trying to not be tough. I think people should go down there or donate money or do drive down in your car and drop Supply off drop. supplies. There's like a bunch of things you can do. But like I do also understand I've talked to a lot of people who are very nervous about the pandemic and I fucking am too. I have panic attacks about yeah. it almost every fucking night right now. Imagine if but that I'm not I wouldn't put somebody up to the standard that I'm putting myself up to. I feel like me and you owe yeah. the movement to be there. Imagine being a 30-year-old worried about a two-week flu and uh, thinking that's worse than being a black man in America. Okay, it's not a two-week flu if you're an immunocompromised. So. I'm not talking to them. I care about those people. I'm talking about the, the fucking, the people that are cowards. 
and that are spending too much time in words and are just too nervous and awkward and can't leave the house and can't can't give it up and can't can't show up at the the only time I've ever seen we've had an opportunity to make real change in this fucking world. Yeah. Well, I just I think it's been quite a fucking week and uh uh i want to i want to move into uh some of the You're, stuff okay go ahead sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm revved up i apologize am i pissing you off yet no i just wish you wouldn't yell at people who can't get out there okay because i feel bad for people that can't get out there i talk to a lot of people who want to be there okay and can't be there that's the, okay i can be there because i'm a fucking idiot that doesn't care about his body yeah is the thing there's lots of us that aren't out there Okay, listen. Idiots let me be clear. Idiots if that don't care about your body. If you're a fucking idiot that doesn't care about your body, go don't go out and let the police beat it up like I'm doing. Because there we go. That, That's a compromise. That I I am okay with. But if you're afraid to be there, man, it's fucking scary. And I'm not here to tell you that it's not fucking tense and it's not scary at times out there, but I am here to tell you that it's fucking beautiful and it will reinvigorate your fucking soul if you stand in that crowd if you can stand in that crowd it will change you as a person i promise you it's changed my wife it's changed my kid all they fucking talk about is this now they're they're fucking ordering signs on the internet my daughter went to a march now I think she went to kiss boys. Smart. That's but, a great place to kiss. You can do. I saw, saw kissing. You can kiss at the protest a little bit. I think it's perfectly. If teens are going to hang out and kiss and that's where they're going to do it. That's fine. I, that, I told Brett earlier today. I was like, you know what? Protesting for horny reasons is still mm -hmm. protesting. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, uh, she went to the suburbs protest where the cute Catholic boys are because she's big into Catholic boys. Yeah. And uh, but she was there and she she's done stuff. And this has really changed these people the we are beat the flame will die out if you do not join us if you, if you keep hemming and hawing and waiting for it and be like oh they weren't really about it anyways it's because we need a second wave of not covid of protesters because it is wrecking me i have insomnia like crazy and uh i'm riding my bike down there i'm basically what i'm doing to to maintain my sanity is every other day because I have to ride like a 30 minute bike ride to get down there and uh, wow. back. I spend most of my day downtown anyway. So yeah. I'm just down there. More. You're already walking. This is yeah, great. I'm all, I already spend all you, my time there. I've been getting you're prepping mad for this steps. movement. Let me, let me explain. I've been hearing people cry about their steps. Yeah. While we were at the protest. And I, well, first of all, they're not crying and we're bragging. These people were bragging. And I was like, I'm so shy at these things. So if like, I don't, if you see me and you talk to me and I act weird, it's because I'm, I'm nervous guy naturally. And if I don't know that you know me, then I will be weird. That's just fucking who I am. Some, some guy though, yesterday, I'm going to give you the biggest compliment. And I, I would have given you a hug if we weren't in a pandemic who came up to me, looked at me and said, your shorts are the perfect length. <laughs> I was like, thank you, sir. I really work hard on that, which yeah. I assume he knew. Yeah. Which is why he told me. That's great. That's a, that's a fucking assassin right there. That was just somebody waiting for the perfect thing to say. Good job. That's like the best reply guy. I mean, that's the best, like... 
recognizing me in public that's yeah. ever happened because it was just like a really spot on really funny joke and yeah. it was just like quick and then he like turned his head he was gone i didn't even get to talk to him or oh, anything just left you in the night yeah like greg did yeah our rose guy remember well greg is i know him now but he's the my buddy the first show we did he showed up with like a rose pin on his lapel dressed in all black and looking very suave and i'm like who is that guy yeah why is there a hunk here <laughs> yeah what's this who's this fucking uh, i was suave guy here talking to stephanie our uh, our buddy stephanie and alec yesterday uh greg couldn't get down there yesterday he had to work and and they were a little flustered that you brought up the bike cavalry and didn't tell them to come and get the bikes and refurbish them they would like to help you make a bike cavalry oh i've got strategies and ready. i said dude i'm the I, general i went like this to him i was like i mean he was probably talking about you guys when he brought up the bike cavalry yeah <laughs> because you guys they were the ones doing it they were they were doing it i mean i've been so hard supply runs yeah, I've been very heartened at, at like the infrastructure that's popped up. I think like, you know, the first day I went downtown and I saw the boarded up windows uh, in the short north that made me like really scared. I felt kind of weirdly scared, even though it's me doing I'm out there with the people. Yeah, you're the menace. Like it's, it's like it makes you think of like Death Wish where you're like, oh, no, this is a bad neighborhood. And you're like, wait, I'm the bad part of the neighborhood, though. I'm the bad <laughs> element of the neighborhood. But uh, they've been painting murals and shit on them, and they look really good now. And I don't know. I think downtown looks beautiful right now. There's a bunch of very beautiful people, it's like so humongous incredible. groups of beautiful people, and graffiti everywhere that says "fuck 12." And everything is covered up, which means it's all potential now. It's not what we knew before. It's not the same chains and brands. It's not all of the same local white millionaires that run these restaurant groups, right? It's oh, all boarded up. They're is opportunity for everyone. Now we can, and now everyone has an opportunity to open a place on high street once it's ours. <laughs> well, we had a, uh, I think also the other thing I, I think also I'm very impressed with the, the relieving, like the medic people are very well prepared. I, I really have to give a shout out to medics. I know it probably seems so goofy in like 2017 to go do a 30 hours of training for like riot gear, you know, riot training, you know, but how much it's paid off now is incredible. The supply station drops, the water, all of that is overwhelmed, has been overwhelming, but I really want everyone that's listening right now that's involved to really investigate Hong Kong and how they've been able to sustain this over a very long, they were able to sustain over a very long period of time. And we need to worry about, we need to get N95 masks to everybody that's out there. We need to start handing those out as much as we're handing water bottles. Um, we need to, to work on getting, uh, uh, Android devices that aren't connected to the internet and using Briar to, to have communications and messages with people. Uh, we can use lasers. Um, you can use, like, if everybody gets a laser or a high beam, high lumens flashlight and puts it in riot cops eyes, it disorients them. Um, I've already seen, like, in Portland and Seattle, People utilizing the method of taking traffic cones and putting it over a tear gas canister and pouring water through the top. That's been very effective. Uh, in, in Portland, uh, the police fired a tear gas canister into the middle of the road where civilians were driving by in their fucking vehicles. I mean, if you've ever, like, here's the thing. Go, you have to be stung by the tear gas because it will rebirth you. 
It's like a phoenix rising, how mad you will be. After you're choking, you, it's embarrassing. You're, you're like, your shirt is over your head. Everyone's looking at your stomach. You're covered in slobber. You're sweating. You're making crazy noises. I'm out there trying to go beast mode on this shit. It's so hectic and it's infuriating. You have to feel it, that shit. And to, to know once the people that do know that feeling to think that you're driving down the fucking road and you're just Susie mall shopper and you're in your fucking Range Rover, you're going to crash your goddamn car. My friend's mom, yeah, my mom's friend's mom crashed her car with, when a rock hit her windshield on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and, and so the, and they were able to neutralize it. One of Chris Novoselic's friends is yelling at me on Twitter. Now, friend, probably. I mean, libertarians don't have friends, so I would highly doubt that. But uh, I, had to, I had to respond to him. So let's... Uh, I have to go get another beer. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I will uh, start getting ready to talk about what we have here. I did see, and you know, take this with a grain of salt. St. George, who played for the Minutemen for a while, but got... I believe kicked out. I'm not 100% sure. He wasn't there the whole time and he wasn't Mike Watt and he wasn't uh the other guy that's really good. Boone? God damn it. D Boone. D Boone. He what but he's the other guy. He is delivering PPE to cops right no, now. No. No. And it's like what is wrong with the punk what is wrong with that generation I, of fucking people, dude? Well, what happened to them? Cuz I'm going to get to another thing here okay. in a second. Um yeah, I think that and what I'm going to say is that uh, I think Gen X was ready to get into boomerdom. Um, I know a few of them did kind of pivot into getting a real job and becoming like a renegade guru ninja in the 2000s at some place and securing maybe $100,000 a year. Um, I think they were ready to slip into boomerhood. They were just so close to retirement. And I think they're just tired of people saying shit because eventually it worked out for them because they were just suburban white people the whole time. Yeah, yeah, For the yeah. most part. I mean, they're still, I believe, I, mean, I, I know so true, I. true punks exist. But yeah, I mean, I'm a suburban white person too. Yeah. I'm, half, I'm half and half. Well, I'm 100% up until about 20 years ago. And then yeah. now I'm obviously, I've... I, I, I'm a ur urban dipshit. Yes. Urban I, white dipshit. I do live in the historical stomping grounds of my family. There was bakeries that my family worked at. <laughs> Didn't own, they worked at. <laughs> There's a picture that my mom sent me. And uh, my grandma lived over here. But yeah, I mean, until eighth grade, I was in Linden. And then but, we moved to Roundsburg, the suburbs. I think you have a good point about like what the suburbs does to somebody's brain. Because, I mean... I didn't come downtown very much. And, and something that I have been hearing a lot, and I've been, that's been the only thing I've been very helpful with at the protests is just giving all kinds of people directions. Like I spend the really? whole fucking week, all week, every day, I'm telling people how to get here. I'm telling people how to get there because like I was walking down high, we were marching down high street, the main, drag in in ohio i i walk down it every day because it's like the center of the universe in columbus so i'd like to walk through what would be the center of the universe in columbus i, I like to walk through there yeah i was walking next to these three or four teenagers and it this really struck me because uh uh this city's really segregated right yes. and like uh 71 just cuts it right through the middle and a lot of people don't a lot of people of color don't cross 71 and come over into the 
downtown short north area, which is uh, uh, which is where we were marching. And I'm walking, and this dude is just like, "Oh shit! I didn't know Columbus had it like that. Steakhouse, blackfish." What the hell? What's this? Tacos? Are you serious? This is crazy. He was like, for they were freaking out. Like, this is crazy. Hyde Park. There's a big city. What even is that? There's a real big city here? Yeah. And it's like, you can pay $12 for a fucking sandwich. You're kidding me. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> he was like, dog, I'm coming back down here. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be back down here all the time. I'm just gonna be down here eating. Yeah, that's what he kept telling. People. That's great. <laughs> he also, my favorite thing about this kid, that this dude that really made me laugh was like we were walking by uh, a, a patio where people were drinking and people were yelling, "Come walk with us! Come walk with us!" And he was like, "Shit! If I was sitting on that patio, I would just stay and eat food all day." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, maybe you're hungry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, a, that was... <laughs> he just needs a sandwich, really? Yeah, but I've been giving a lot of directions from people who say they never come down there. I'm never down here. Yeah. And, and like, it's because... It's because I, this city is so gentrified. It's so segregated. And, and, and you know, we just... It's terrible. It's bad. You know? It, it's, it's like, it's another symptom... That, that, like, people don't feel comfortable in the short north, don't feel comfortable driving over to the short north, you know? It's... It's Disneyland over there. It is. It is it's but like they everything targeted, they though. think a city is. But, yes, they get targeted and beat up yeah. if they're there. Yeah, they don't you look know? like they fit in. They're not the type of people that they want around. Yeah. And I mean, they, they're the, there's a reason they 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 zone these places the way that they zone them and shit like that yeah. and it just it's just it's, it's, they uh, scare the white sheeple that are being farmed yeah it's sad it's sad it really is like i was giving directions to another woman who was just like i was like you know where good al park is and she was like no and i was like you know where victorian village is and she was like no i was like so there's a bp right by 670 she's like i don't know where that is and i was like All okay right. so yeah. <laughs> I had to, like really give like some pretty granular directions to yeah. somebody yeah <laughs> but i mean walk if, this way count 60 seconds <laughs> i'm gonna have to what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna wear a, a a necklace with a sign on it that says i will give you directions if you need them because that can be my thing i got it even better dog <laughs> even better you ready yeah i'll walk you home Mm. I like it. I like it. That also get a lot of them steps in. Yes. You walk them home and then on the way back, you like, hey, anybody, I'm going to the protest. If anybody <laughs> trying to get a brisk walk in, <laughs> I've only got 10,000 steps for the day. I'm a little bit behind. If you can keep up with me, I'd love to have the company. Fuck. My seven day average is 40,000. Damn. That's tight. I mean, that's generally you- this time of year. It gets up around there sometimes, but yeah. You got apple bottom now? No, I think I am down to, so I've been trying to subconsciously lose weight for about a year. (laughs) Just like, well, I know exactly what you mean. Not try to focus on it too hard because you're just going to spoil it. Yeah. And so it's like, I will eat less snacks. I will eat less meat. I won't go ham on like, I won't have a cheeseburger every two days. I won't have pizza every two days. And I'm, and I'll walk every day as much as I possibly can. And I'm just not, I'm not going to check. I'm not going to do anything. But people started telling me I look thinner. 
Yeah. So what I did was. Someone said you were svelte. I weighed myself. And uh, my goal has been to get to 185 for Damn. a few years. Okay. Like, that's where I want to be. Okay. It's not a goal. It's not a set in stone goal. It's not like, but I would love to weigh 185 pounds. Because yeah, I be feel tight. like that's like right there where I'm still you can do pull-ups and shit, dog. Yeah, that's where I'm still I'm I'm still powerful, but I'm you? smaller. You know, you're like I'm six feet six tall. Six foot, yeah, six foot one eighty five. You trying to get back to your teenage days? No, my teenage days was one twenty. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, I weighed like one twenty until I was paper like airplane. I weighed I weighed, <laughs> weighed ninety seven pounds until I graduated high school. No, I fucking you had swear a bowl, to like you, a bowl dude. chest. I yes, they used to fucking if I took my shirt off, they would talk about how I had a concave. chest. Yes. <laughs> Concave. Yeah. Well, I hung out with a guy like that and I still love you. I still we still loved you. But um well and I've enjoyed being big. Yeah. Like I love big. it. Nobody's ever nobody ever told me that if I got big I would at once feel bad about myself, but then secondly, I would feel so powerful all the time. And that's yeah. where I feel. So I wanna I wanna like lose I'm I went I was at two twenty five over the winter. Mm-hmm. I'm at 200 now. Whoa! And I'm really 15 away, 15 pounds away Genie. from being my full power. Yeah, yeah. And it's just I, I just it's it's not a diet. I I can't stress how little thought I put into it. No, it's just like work. maybe I should have like some vegetables diet today scale, yeah. instead of like maybe I should just eat beans and vegetables today instead of enjoying my meal. Yeah. <laughs> I had my own embiggening of my own, uh, from like, uh, well, I worked at a desk and I was very depressed with life and I gained a bunch of weight. Uh, and you know, it just, it not that being fat, this isn't be, to be fat phobic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's wrong. I'm not saying that. I just, I just think that like, it. yeah, once, once you focus on eating fruits and vegetables and that kind of stuff, like what comes out on the other end is like, you know, the, is a, is a better result, you know, it feels more healthy and comfortable and, you know, I, I've also loved like lifting weights now and like, you know, uh, actually gaining weight and not feeling bad about it. You know, like even if, me, it's, if it was dirty bulk, I don't care. Like I used to be very tiny. I actually put on, I had this, the, from the old anarchist cookbook show that we, that I did like 10 years ago or whatever. I had, uh, this Virginia beach, uh, souvenir I got when I was like 24 years old that said long live anarchy and I it still fit. So I was feeling good. So, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit. But everybody should start getting their cardio up. Like, you should practice running for 20 minutes. Even if you can't keep a good pace, like, stamina matters. Uh, if you, if you can't be slowed down, if you have a big burst of speed and then you can just keep it rolling, practice your breathing techniques. You don't want to be finding out, um, you haven't ran in a long time when, when you go to a protest, you know? Yeah. So, what I wanted to do on the back half of this show, it's still a comedy show. Uh, obviously, you know, where, uh, where this is serious times. So I don't feel the need to be funny, but, but I want to be funny. Okay. And, uh, I thought we could talk a little bit about celebrity and brand, uh, uh, work in this time, which it is matters. interesting. I, um, to say the what least. did I just, I have something to share with you. Um, I'm going to pull it up, but I also had, I had my thought, I had my own thoughts about that as well, because it's been, um, 
it's been a very interesting response from people. Um, this week on Instagram, I did an interview with Jake Widowson. Uh, they are uh, the employee that was fired from Condado Taco. Now, in the news, Condado was saying that that that, that uh, Jake walked out, but they we didn't. We can cover that instead. Then we can we can hit that and then do what I was gonna do. It's fine. Well, I wasn't gonna. T- I wasn't taking it over. No, go for it. I was just saying that uh, I don't even know what I was getting. Well, at. I have the story. I'm sorry. I just I have that story kind of laid out. I'm ready to do it. But, oh, sorry. Uh, we don't have to. We can do it now. It's fine. So Condado Tacos is a cruddy taco place. And listen, if you're from Columbus and you like Condado, I'm sorry to tell you it's cruddy. It sucks. And and let me tell you a little story about my Condado experience. One, I go there one time, and uh, they forget my daughter's food. And then they never bring it to her. Really? Everybody's eating, including one of her friends. And she's just sitting at the table without food. And uh, that's like whatever. Shit falls through the cracks, you know. But we ended up having to, like me, Chai, her friend, and Katie all ate gross tacos. And then we stopped at Wendy's on the way home and got Gwen her dinner. Because they, which is no more Wendy's either. Gwen That's had to great. inform me no more Wendy's. Wendy's last night. was Wendy's was the iWalk told us all about. Right, no, Wendy's. but my my daughter liked the spicy chicken sandwich. Well, fuck your daughter when she cares about the fuck about fast food. Well, now she likes. Now she doesn't want to eat it. You know, okay. hey, listen, you will fucking no more. You don't get to expect anything in the new world. That's we only bring what's <laughs> what we need into it. So no anyway, one cares about what you're, you're what you cherish about the capitalistic society that oppressed us. So anyway, Condado, uh, um, basically they're they're green. They call them gringo tacos, fake tacos. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. Somebody's spray painted fake tacos on the door. So anyway. I, when I got back from and also, tour at one of the tours we had, I don't remember, but I really wanted Mexican food. It was obviously not Texas or California, so leave me the fuck alone there. I think it was Northeast. I wanted Mexican food. Uh, there was n- nobody was open. None of the like real places I go. Los Gauchos, very good choice. Love it. Uh, uh, Junior's Tacos, very yeah. good choice. Uh, none of them were open. And I was like, well, Condado, people speak very highly of it. I'll, I'll go to Condado. And I went there and they put warm meat, warm meat, not hot meat, warm meat. And then they put ice cold frozen vegetables on the fucking thing. And I went to eat it and I was like, who would ever like this? I never went again. <laughs> So anyway, they, when I I lived in Clintonville, uh, I lived actually at the end of my road was Condado and I always convinced Eric, I was like, come on, they had jackfruit. They had a lot of vegan options. They put pineapple on there. Once again, this was white people. So they're putting like Chinese food and shit in there. And they're like, I I went to Tibet and learned about the fucking Ylang Ylang. And I had to introduce that into our new Ylang Ylang rap. Remember queso guacamole they were doing there for a period? Yeah. And then queso hummus. It's Uh, like the shit. Degenerate shit. Most shit. It's it's awful. It's uh, and, And also, here's the problem. We ordered two times it's fucking ice cold man i know it's like what they do like at my house we do keep the tortillas in the fr- in the fridge because we don't have tortillas every day <laughs> but if you're going to be making a hundred tacos you can leave the pack out for the whole fucking day ice cold. it's going to take 45 minutes they keep all of their flour tortillas in the fridge like it's at home tacos it's like it tastes like leftover tacos it does it's like someone like hey we got this you know sometimes that hit that shit hits if it's like marinated like if someone makes a whole fucking 
American taco and then it sits overnight in the fridge. You can eat it cold for breakfast and I think it's great. They also but I'm not gonna pay for it cold. I'm not gonna pay for next day taco. I want a first day taco and I wanna decide. They are, again, white and they use Mexican Day of the Dead. Oh yeah. Like imagery at the place. And they also, just restaurant wise, never hand me a form to fill out. Tell me what the fuck to order. It's the worst. I want to be told I want, you know what? I want a person that cooks for a living to fucking put a couple choices down on a little piece of paper and I'll pick one of those choices. I don't want to make my own fucking tacos, dude. I'm not going to fill out anything on paper if I go out to eat Never. Ever not again. again. No. And you I'm know out. what? You're right. Somebody should come to the table and say, what do you like? Barbecue sauce? You like fuck? How do you like your barbecue sauce? From where? <laughs> what, do you, what kind of vegetables do you like? Okay, I'm going to make you a fucking taco. Well, I mean, every other fucking restaurant in this entire city and in the world you can walk in and fucking be like, uh, 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 I'll have the goddamn, uh, uh, the lamb gyro and they fucking give you that. You know what I mean? Like, they don't fucking aren't like, do you want like some beats on it? You want, yeah, what do you think uh, about throwing a little bit of sriracha on that? I'm like, I don't about, know. What do you think? You thought about ranch? You want to throw some ranch on that? People, Sounds good. We're doing a little insider thing here, but, uh, because. Condado is a place that literally, it's a long shopping list. It's it like sucks. a long, skinny piece of paper with probably 40 boxes along the side. And it's like, what's your proteins? What's your greens? Sling it with sauce. It does that kind of thing. And you're just confused. And what you do is you're like, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to get a pork taco, add beans, add cheese, add rice, guacamole. Ooh, I want barbecue sauce. Ooh, I really like sweet and sour <laughs> sauce. And you get this fucking gigantic thing that nobody can hold on to and it tastes fucking off. Right, I'm a nutcase. I'm not dude, going I am to making it. I didn't pick the ingredients. <laughs> Come to my house and I'll make. I'll give you a piece of paper, <laughs> and then you can put what you want in your taco, and I'll make. But like, I don't. I'm nuts. I don't have any self control in at all in any way when it comes to food. And like, you hand me that form. And I'm just going to put check mark there yeah. next to everything I like. Just draw a line straight <laughs> yeah. down. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, yeah. four proteins. Yes, I'll take all the meats. Thank yeah, you. It's only $1.50 extra. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they took a huge order from the State Highway Patrol, who are out in these streets. They are not innocent. Well, yeah. They're out there. I was on doing the same shit. Kadato social medias inspecting what they were doing and some folks uh in the comments. This is really like these are the fucking gutless assholes that stand on the sidelines and just say facts. Where like the only thing they comment on the story was like it actually wasn't the police, it was the Ohio State Patrol. Okay, well they're police. Well, I'll tell you what, I saw just Jake, I talked to you and I I messaged you. I was on my bike and I almost like I did one of those things where like the handlebars start wiggling real fucking bad and you think you're about to go over, but then it straightens. Cause I saw Ohio Highway Patrol in bulletproof vests with these orange guns, like tracer rounds yeah. or pepper guns, something. And they were just bloop, 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 yep. bloop. I just saw them like sh literally loading shells. And I was like, thank you, Jake, for telling these people to fuck off and making Condado look like <clears throat> assholes. So the way this played out was, uh, so, uh, I got this in a DM in the Ohio chat. Uh, DM that I'm in where we talk Ohio. It's all people. It's just all people from Ohio. Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. And we talk about Ohio a lot, but not much, but it's, it's nice. Ohio against the world, really. It's nice to be able to talk about local shit with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning a lot about, you know, political campaigns and shit like that, sure. which is interesting. The recall Ginther thing came up and I was like, 
I'll tell you what. If you can get this fucking piece of shit recalled, bring me on. I'll run for fucking mayor. I will run for mayor. I don't fucking care. I don't have anything to lose. I want the Democrats to denounce me like they have Sam Grady. <laughs> That's deep for everybody. But uh, So anyway. Uh, I think they're supposed to be at Mayor Ginther's house tonight. Yeah. So this is from uh, uh, G-S-H-E-A-M-E-R-C-E-R. I don't know. G. Schmercer? Uh, this is where the story came out. So he posts, today on my day off, my job forced us to do a massive catering order for the Columbus Police Department. The staff walked out and was fired. When I go in tomorrow, myself and others are going to demand an apology. And if we don't get it, we will also still walk out. That was the first I saw of this. Who said this? G-S-H-E-A uh, oh, Mercer. Uh, got it. G-S-H-E-A Mercer. Uh, just, this was the Twitter account. He was, you know. Oh, I remember that now. Sorry. So anyway, uh, this gets viral. And in Columbus, people are, when we're marching, we march by two condados and both times people are like, fuck condado. You know what I mean? And, uh, condado is also, uh, uh, so a lot of people are doing, this speaks volumes about condado, by the way. A lot of people are doing murals. That say like Black Lives Matter. That say like uh, Fuck Twelve. No, La no Latino justice. Owned, yeah, yeah, no justice, no peace, no race. They like they're taking a very clear stand at, at a lot of these places. And uh, Condado, nothing. There's yeah. nothing up there. I think they they're they added like something that was sort of a generic. Well, find beauty in everything. Let's taco about it. Oof. Sort of shit. Well, Jake, <laughs> what Jake was telling me uh, is that, I mean, at this point, they're just a chain. They're into Pittsburgh. They're in oh, Cleveland. We they're in everywhere. in Pittsburgh. I saw that. And they said basically that, um, uh, they said that essentially that all, everything comes out of bags. It's like when you go to Panera Bread, oh, yeah. it's Panera Bread. Everything is vacuum packed in bags and you boil it and you heat it up or you microwave it or whatever it is, but nothing is there like... Almost nothing there is made like on the premises. It's just Makes rearranging well, I like, see it. chemical slop. Well, I walk by where it's made actually every day because they have a, a side kitchen that's in a oh, building downtown. I didn't can, know that. You can see it from outside. Okay. It's right next to the downtown one. So anyway, uh, people got pissed about this and they started talking about it uh, pretty pointedly to Condado. And there was like basically no way they couldn't address they had to address this but uh, we made them address it and uh, i will go ahead and read their facebook post because that's where they posted this condado was built as a place for everyone without judgment or fear a place where originality and being unique are embraced first of all you a white guy making a taco place is <laughs> not originality we've yeah. been doing white guy's been doing that for fucking yep. Century. We fucked up tacos <laughs> as soon as we found out about them. We put cheddar cheese on them and hey, tom tomatoes and lettuce. We are also a family that cares for and about each other. From the first day we opened our doors, we have included all people as employees and as guests in the Condado world. We want to be clear that we stand against racism. Always have and always will. Well, that's okay. To the black community, we see you. <laughs> <laughs> and we know you are hurting. This is, we need to make it clear Black Lives Matter. So this, that this is Condado, the Condado Taco talking. Their mascot. Yeah. So they're talking to the crowd and then they turn to the black community. Just want to say, we cool? 
Yeah, and there, like the the part at the beginning that's so funny to me is like, uh, uh, you know, we've included all people as employees and as guests in the condado where it's like, motherfucker, you ain't turning anybody away. It's fairly obvious, yeah. you know? <laughs> like what restaurant is, I mean, is there a restaurant that would turn potential customers away that aren't cops, you know? Uh, so anyway, there's been a lot of conversation online about an event that took place last night at our Polaris location. By the way, suburbs. This, this is Chudville, USA, Polaris. Um, we want to take a minute to address what happened. Our Polaris location received a catering order that was placed and paid for by the Ohio State Highway Patrol. We accepted that order, and there were a handful of our team members who felt uncomfortable fulfilling it. Management communicated that any team members who were uncomfortable did not have to work on the order. But working on the orders for other people while that order is being worked on is working on the order. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's what they're saying. They're saying, no, they could. you could just make the orders... That are in the store. You don't have to make the highway patrol orders. It's like, motherfucker, yeah, I'm still making the order. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Yeah. If I'm at work, I'm making an order for the Ohio State Highway Patrol. Yeah, I'm normally on Expo Station, and uh, all of a sudden, there's three people that are in the back making 500 uh, tacos for the people that are shooting peaceful press protesters right now. A few team members um, yeah. chose not to complete their work shifts. While no one was fired last night, and if they want it, everyone's job remains intact. We understand emotions are high. We will be announcing donations and other efforts that we are making to support movements and efforts to achieve racial equality. Our Columbus locations are closed today to allow room for conversation between our team. Which... <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean... So... They what? followed up later. What? To clarify an earlier post regarding our Polaris restaurant, last evening we received a serve, received and served a paid catering order to a group of highway patrol. Condado has always embraced and served everyone without judgment or regard to individual differences. We respect and continue to serve all members of our community, which is the foundation of our culture. You should be judging cops right now. Don't reserve judgment to these poor fucking guys that are fucking shooting pepper balls at people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't reserve judgment for the fucking police ever. It's not enough. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I mean, Jake, what they said essentially was that they showed up to work and that the order had been placed that day. And normally you have to have 24 hours on an order. Ah. And so essentially as soon as they walked in, the manager, the assistant manager was like, uh, you're going to be really pissed about this. And uh, we're making, you know, tacos for the highway patrol. They said they were uncomfortable with it. They weren't going to do it. Um, everybody in the kitchen agreed, but there was a district manager at the time. And apparently what this district manager said, anybody that's not willing to make the order is fired. Uh, so when Jake and, and, uh, the, the manager that informed them walked out, uh, together, um, this, this district manager ran outside to say, Hey, 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 I didn't mean you were fired. You're, you're quitting right now. If, if you walk out right now, you're quitting, which I mean is, I has to be illegal. I mean, you can't prove it and. You know, they always protect the fucking business owner anyways. Oh, but that was that running one. out. Hey, oh, uh, hey, oh, never mind. You're not because they knew they knew it was become going to become a story at that point when the people walked out. Yeah. And like, again, 
people are acting like like well they like in the comments it's a lot of people are like they were hired to do a job and it's like motherfucker i'm not doing my job if like if i found out most of my audience was racist i'd quit doing my job <laughs> you know well I mean? and, the, and the, the thing about it is condado is a piece of shit job and uh you can find piece of shit jobs everywhere like there's a, there's plenty of places to find a, a horrible place to work you know yeah and hopefully i just hope hope jake uh, gets that fired eligibility for unemployment is really the, the big thing. Yeah. And, if, you, if you want to support Jake, uh, you can go to jakewidowson.bandcamp.com. The last name is spelled W-I-D-D-O-W-S-O-N.bandcamp.com. They make incredible music. I love this shit. If you're into emo, screamo, that American football shit. Right, and it's very brave to come out. Obviously very brave to come out like with something like this because, uh, you know, Jobs are kind of hard to get right now. I don't know what Condado pays. Uh, and, and like, it's a tough, you know, it's a hard fucking decision to make to say yeah. no to money, yeah. to say no to guaranteed money, to say, I'm not going to get paid $329, you know, every two fucking weeks for this bullshit job or whatever well, we talked about time job they don't even, they, like you can't even get full time at these fucking joints we talked about it with me when i was working at uh the camera store and i was having fucking panic attacks about losing a job where i made 850 an hour yeah and i fucking was the show was taking off no wasn't even eight hours a day yeah. it was eight hours three days a week 50 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. nothing yeah exactly and 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 it was like but i would have absolute meltdowns thinking this is going to be the day that I get fired from this job. Like I just for forever for me, I've, I've been a person who is very uncomfortable when I'm unemployed, uh, which I admire anybody that can do it. I've just, I traditionally like have never collected unemployment. I even got told by yeah. when I was a roofer, when I was a roofer, they told it. me, when I was a roofer, they told me that I could get unemployment and I got a job that day and didn't end up getting it. So, I've had that a couple of times. I've had that one. Like, I really was going for unemployment because I can steal my way to full pay. Well, the, but like, then they, I would just something, someone would be like, hey, I got a really great job offer. And I'm like, fuck. Well, and I was 22 at that time, you know, maybe 20. May, no, I was maybe 19 or 20. And I just was a guy that was like, I, oh, I shan't collect unemployment. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, unemployment's the bomb. I did it forever. Right. I, well, I know that now, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, I was a dumb fucking idiot back then. But, uh, so, you know, solidarity to Jake. Well, yeah, and I want to say... That's incredible to I, leave your job for political reasons because I know how hard that is. And, yeah. you know, we talk to so many people who are like, you know, my job's problematic and I feel bad about it and I don't know what to do. And you this, know? Shit, this type of... Sh like, you know, this... It, like, that is the thing is these moments is when people get crushed. Any other time, if this was a last year, if this was 2019, this this would have never made the fucking news. No, hell Jay, no. Jake did damage to a gigantic fucking chain of bullshit restaurants. And the people at the top taking all the money from the people making those tacos and serving them don't fucking deserve anything they have. They're pieces of shit that aren't better and aren't any, aren't set well, up to, to properly be a part of the community. Uh, they, and they, 
I, I was on vegan Columbus board, hundreds of comments, hundreds of people fighting because they love those jackfruit tacos and they're just finding a way to be okay with it. And people just viciously saying like, we're ethical people, we're vegans. We don't You're put up ethical. with this type of shit, but they're, it doesn't matter. They're saying we're ethical and like, we don't support pr police brutality is what they're saying. Yeah. They're saying humans are animals and we don't support people hurting them. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. were saying we're ethical. No, the vegans, no, the vegans hate Condado is what I'm saying. There's a few people that were standing up, but there was a lot of people that were like, I know this group business is supposed to be political, but if you're going to shut down conversation about this, then you need to, to fucking, you know, to hand in your ally card and all that shit. Like there was a real reckoning that happened on the board over this. And that's because of Jake. Yeah. And, and the kitchen manager. And also what Jake said was that two other people walked out afterwards too. They felt comfortable and just were like, fucking couldn't do it. You got a hundred deep into it. You can quit a hundred in. You can quit a, you can quit halfway through a job. You can just drop the fucking tools and walk away. Every fucking riot cop out there. You better do it before a hundred thousand of us show up. That's going to be trouble. I don't want to see what happens. Well, let me, uh, let me bring up another brand in Columbus, Ohio that, uh, that was interesting. There was a, uh, so what happened basically is, um, a buddy of mine, Senator Meow, went to the Fraternal Order of Police's website and there was a spreadsheet on there. That said friends of the FOP. I saw this, some of it. And uh my dude Meow posted it. And I just followed Meow too. I don't know why I didn't know about them, but they have a great account. Oh, very They cool. very, very informative cool. and helpful during this time. Gonna help me run for mayor if I go there for it. There we go. Well, I, Meow get in contact with me. I, <clears throat> I'm trying to coordinate a lot of stuff right now. So um basically they posted that and all these businesses had to come out. And uh, all these businesses had to come out and fucking comment on it. Yeah. And, and look, <laughs> you were on the page. You know what I mean? Like, you, you should. People were like, oh, this is kind of a shot. They can just put anybody there. And it's like, well, they were there. If you're there, you're fucking there. I'm what? sorry. On the FOP site, the police can oh, just yes. put any restaurant on there as friends of the police. That's true. They could, they don't, it doesn't matter. But somebody did something extra special at these locations to put them down. That That's must all be. that matters. Must have donated money or something like that. Cause and the FOP probably comes and asks for money. Or also, and then it, people are like, ah, sure, here's a hundred bucks. What about know? when all the cops are like, you know, the, the local, this local barbecue place will just comp your order every single time. What about that? What about word spreads like that? I mean, that's what we need to do. We need to we need to create our own friends of the protesters. We need an FOP that's a friend of the protesters, where if you are a verified protester, then you can go to restaurants and have free meals so, and free haircuts. So here's like that. here's what North Star posted, which I th this is what I would call the polar opposite of uh, uh of what the other place what Condado posted. This is where we stand. We see you, we hear you, and we will not remain silent. We've spent the past few days reflecting, learning, and listening to our community to understand how we can affect real change. One step we're taking is committing $5,000 to you, your rights camp, a foundation whose mission is to advance the liberation and well-being of black and brown communities. This is just a start. If you'd like to join us in this effort, we've included it in the link in the bio. And then they posted, we stand with black communities. We stand against police brutality. We stand committed to amplifying voices of our black colleagues and working alongside them to dismantle systemic racism in the restaurant industry and in our communities. Your pain, your voices, and your lives matter. Was uh, what they posted. Who? 
uh, this is North Star. Yeah, and uh, I which is heard, a big surprise. I mean, they are pretty Libby type play. Like that but, is a very radical thing for a business to post on their site. I'm thinking think. about it closely. I mean, the demographic that it's the demographic it brings is the kind of hipster racist that has a lot of extra money that they don't deserve. Uh, but at the same time, I've also heard that the they pay very well and take care of people, right? They've they've been known in the city for being like a decent job, I guess, with with benefits and everything and a higher wage than most people get for being servers and shit like that, you know? In, in the comments. And so I guess it doesn't surprise me that they would step up, except for that I think that, like, money poisons all people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so people are asking them about, like, catering and stuff like that. And uh, they answered, uh, thank you for reaching out to us. The rumors about North Star Cafe and Brassica are completely false. We have seen a Reddit thread about another business that has been accused of these actions. <laughs> Condado. And somehow our restaurants have been included. We do not support police brutality or racism of any kind. And incidentally, we do not cater. In addition, we are not firing anyone due to the protests in our city. Please feel free to reach out with any additional questions. We want to have a transparent and open dialogue. Brastic is good. I love Brastic. Yes! Brastic is good is what you're saying? Delicioso. That's a place that should be a fucking chain. Yes. I mean, they do their pickled shit right. They got the extra special everything uh i had greek express for dinner tonight still one of my favorites but brassica is just so fucking good someone did ask them if they're gonna stop giving discounts to cops and they have not answered that yet so yeah dun 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 so you know the, hey look some people have something you tell me some people I, have gotten I rid of cops? read that they have i read that north star did and then i guess that was a lie tweet oh that's really good that's like one of those fake lies about taco bell using like fake meat and shit or something like cardboard meat it's not true but it's like we should spread the lie like yeah north star totally got rid of their 10 percent police discount and everybody shows up and is like thank you for your service for the fraternal order of protests i'm glad that 10 percent of every order is going to the people downtown fighting for our freedoms and then they just get bullied into doing it yeah so anyway uh uh how great would it be if we could uh, 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 cancel police discounts, like if we could just get rid of fifty percent of them, no comfort. Yeah, Nothing. I know, I know. They should fucking show up to work, punch a clock, punch us, and get out. You don't get any other accolades anymore. Yeah, they should walk. I I, I keep thinking about like. Uh, I keep thinking, I have this picture in my head of a cop walking into 7-Eleven and filling up a big Slurpee and then walking up to the counter. And usually the guy would be like, ah, just take it. And then instead being like, um, that'll be regular price, sir. Yeah. And then the cop walking out like really sad with their head down. I, I don't want any. But no. to be giving them discounts. No extras. No free coffee. No free fucking anything. Shun them from society. They should be shunned. I agree. They don't even live in Columbus. Nope. Like, they should just... We should have... The people need to set up checkpoints so that the cops can't get to their jobs because they don't live here. They're not a part of our communities. Yeah. So, that is... uh, That's that. And uh, let's uh, let's do this next. Um, well, can I give you one? Yep. On brands? Mm-hmm. That's where I was going. One of my right, advertiser friends. No, this is going to be relevant. This is like an umbrella thing. Uh, one of my ad buddies from way back when, uh, Lisa, 
graduated with her. She's the best. Um, I just got off a really interesting webinar with Fast Company. <laughs> webinar. <laughs> People do them for their jobs. They have to. They get paid money. Let's fucking have a webinar. Let's do a, you want to do a webinar? Oh, uh, we should do a webinar instead of a Zoom. <laughs> I want to do a webinar that teaches people how to take inflatable plastic tubes to use them to uh, push back against riot police shields. Oh, oh, I should mention that I haven't told Brett this off the air, but we are doing a panel for BugCon. So we will be on a panel. We don't know what it is yet. Digital panel? Yeah. Okay. We can fucking ain't going to California. Okay. As much as just, I want to. Just making sure. It's a digital thing. And I said we, I would ask you and then didn't do well, it. You just asked me. Yep. And you're in. I'm in. Uh, just Love got off man. a really interesting webinar with Fast Company about the brand as an activist. Some good shit, but also some terrifying dystopian shit. And this is in quotes. Government and police force have lost credibility and brands are being looked at to step up. <laughs> like this is where Amazon comes in with Amazon police. Like that's just like part of your prime membership. You have police that protect you. Dog, you I, can just say, Alexa, call the police. And then they show up. Don't for call Alexa, the police, stop. <laughs> Alexa. Alexa, stop. Brett just yelling and then fucking come pull up. I'm already breaking curfew. Yeah, here. sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, don't I have care. to get rid of it, I guess. I mean, did you see? So here's off. another brand that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Zoom, who actually somebody did. They posted the black box because it's, you know, the least you can do and said Black Lives the Matter. The black cube of Saturn? No, whatever that black box thing was yesterday the blackout thing oh blackout tuesday that orchestrated thing from the police and att yeah so anyway uh uh zoom posted that and you know black lives matter nice thing to say and then about an hour later somebody asked them well will you encrypt so that people can't look into our calls and and catch us and they're like well we want to cooperate with the police and fbi in case people are doing bad stuff on zoom and it's like hmm Fuck Zoom. No more yeah. Zoom. Um, that was one brand. Uh, another brand that really pissed me off. Two of them. Uh, the NFL has no place, like, even weighing in on this. It, they, they fucking drummed a guy out of the fucking league for doing a protest of uh, this exact thing of police brutality. Like, Colin Kaepernick was on his knee, which incidentally now a bunch of conservatives are like, why don't you just take the knee? Why do you have to go out into the street? And it's like, you fucked up. You, if you, yeah. like, you could have just had the knee, my dudes. You could have just had the knee. But guess what? You know? Yeah. I mean, they, they threw a fit about that. They were absolutely pissed. Yeah. And, and again, like they wanted to take down national football over it. Yeah, they drummed out Colin Kaepernick out of the league. The guy can't get a fucking job in the NFL because he stood up for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, he was the guy that was doing it. He started the whole thing. He said he wasn't going to he wasn't going to wave he wasn't going to like uh, salute an American flag that didn't represent or support him. And, exactly. And neither do I. I'm not going to want to support the American flag if it if it's not going to 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 be equal for everyone. God, and I there's no way to make it equal for everyone. It has to be getting rid of. Yeah, I saw somebody, a baby, lib yesterday on a w picture of, 
of uh, uh, somebody spray painting on an American flag, they're like, okay, you don't have to do that now. All the rest of the stuff I'm in on, but don't deface the flag. And I was like, don't be a Uh-oh. fucking baby. Stop it. You yeah, that flag baby. sucks. Yeah. Terrible design. Yeah. We're going to make a new flag. It's going to be fucking We We have to make something better. We can't just keep doing the same shit. Let's not even do a flag, dude. Or nope. let's make the flag like a triangle or like a neat a shape. Pennant. We have, oh, like I already has a pennant flag. Oh, uh, okay. A circle flag, maybe? Just you like have to a go to like a circle. Be- you have to go to like a beach, uh, like one of those beach kite places sells all those weird flags too. Like, well, I mean, a, if that's we're gonna have to have vacation, a, you if, have to get that in Myrtle Beach. If we're gonna have a flag, let's have. Well, we'll just use the Black Lives Matter flag. Tell you the truth, I, yeah. I think that's a pretty good looking flag. That's smart. Um, so trans, trans flag is great colors. Uh, yes, and also the I'm pride a pastel flag. guy. Also wavy. Very much a, a big fan of the uh, pastel color. So another thing I decided to look into was bands. I wanted to see bands. Yes. Okay. I um was fucking shaking in my boots about some of my favorite artists that I know are probably a little uh, unreceptive to this, even though, you know, bands like Metallica uh, started as young angry men that were against the uh, American way of colonialism and war and all of that stuff. Like with the punks, once you get older and you make it, you're kind of like, I guess it really wasn't that bad because everyone gets to be a millionaire rock star someday. Yeah. That's how it comes out for these people is they're like, you know, I mean, I tried pretty hard to be in a band and now I just sell merchandise all the time. And that's enough for me to own a, a hot wing sauce business that I love so much. And yeah. Coles, <laughs> I, I have go, a line at Coles. My my, they sell my band's shirt at Coles now, and yeah. I make a decent little stack of cash. So then, uh, yes, shaking in my boots. I hope Metallica, Metallica, James, they're, they're James, definitely- James, focus on your sobriety. <laughs> I don't think you need to expend Wait. any of your energy. We want you to be comfortable and safe and ready to do a, another, you know, good album. I mean, they aren't. Uh, uh, I love commenting, them. and it's very obvious yeah, that they're the not going to comment because it I, says like, uh, because today they just <laughs> unveiled the new hero of the day thing, where like nurses and doctors uh, and no, stuff that get twenty one. That was like three weeks in the making. Yeah, they were yeah. doing that during Corona times, and then we're like, our launch date is set for June first. We have to do this. Yeah, and it's like uh, everything has changed, though. Yeah, everything's different now. So I, uh, what I did was I went to my top fave, which, by the way, I wear the mask uh, at the protest, the corn mask, ban- the band corn. Yes, shaking a little bit. You know, I'm a little bit worried. But, I mean, Jonathan Davis has said dumb things in politics, you know, and, uh, you know, my fear wasn't that Corn was going to say something racist or like support the police. My fear was that Corn was going to post all lives matter. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's the, where the fear to- comes in, you know. There's been artists that do stuff that I'm just like, you know what? I can enjoy the music. And it's like, I can't. I'm just thinking about how it just paints everything the wrong way for me. You yeah. know? So like, Korn uh, posted, if you're neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. Desmond Tutu. We stand for justice and equality for all. Enough is enough. And a picture of George Floyd with I can't breathe over the mouth. It says uh, RIP George Floyd. Uh, so Korn. 
Certified good boys. Yes. <laughs> J- Dave- Jonathan Davis was such a wild card. He was. He did Infowars interviews, right? He's extremely an All Lives Matter He's open-minded guy. He's one of those just people that's like, yeah, man, I get it. There's like a battle, but I just think everybody's great. He's yeah. One of those stupid incubus type heady Well, things. here's the thing. Those guys also, like... We're clearly influenced by black culture. And I think that, and like. And also have a, a diverse member, diverse group. Yeah, they of do. People like, it's, it's like, it's just hard when people are like a part of something. They're like, what do you mean? You know, everybody gets along. It's like, no, you get along. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. other people have a problem, a very serious problem with it. So then, uh, what I did was I was like, well, okay. Metallica isn't saying anything. Uh, I don't want to see what Slayer's saying because, you know, Smart. that's another freak. But Anthrax, I went and checked. And uh, they did the Blackout Tuesday. Wow. And uh, it's here, a madhouse. Here it is Anthrax, which this is another non surprising. I mean, one. they made the song I Am the Law. They, I mean, they should, like, the, the thing of that I know right now is not selling out will win. I think that, like, not giving up on what made you interesting in the first place. You can't turn your back on why people initially grasped onto you Mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah, so that's done. So we got Anthrax, one of the big four. Perfect. Did make a a statement. Skip over Dave Mustaine, please. Um, Oh, Dave Mustaine. Just skip over it. I don't want to know. Well, you Listen, here's the thing, though. Here's what I'm going to say. Listen to the song. It's from their off their new album from Megadeth, Post America World. Now, don't imagine the politics of the guy that's singing it, but imagine your own politics applied. And I think it will be a very inspiring song. I love to break my fucking neck headbanging to Post America World by Megadeth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then I looked up uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot, which is just a layup. To tell you the truth. Yeah, he's he's definitely woke. He's definitely done mushrooms all the fucking time and, and just thinks that we live in a police state and all that stuff. Which, I mean, fair. But, uh, you know, one of those just feels like an InfoWars again. But he is not InfoWars. He's extremely uh, on our side. Yeah! Good news. I'm trying to find his post because I, I found it. So then I'm like, uh, I think we all know. All you do is drag me down. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. wait and bleed. It could definitely. I mean, the other thing about the corn thing. The other thing about the corn thing was the. Uh, when I wear my corn mask to the protest, I get a lot of compliments it's on that corn pop. mask. It, yeah, it is. Everybody likes so corn. Who, who could dislike corn? That shit sounds so crazy. It's so unique. And Like, who could fuck with that? Why can't I find Corey Taylor? Who, um, who doesn't like metal that bumps? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then I look up... Uh, I can't find the... But actually, I know where to find the post. Because I, I want to I let people know that I was looking into these things. And uh, here we go. Here we go. Um, Corinne's Taylor. And uh, I looked up. So I look it up. And uh, I'm almost there. I promise. Uh, 
Oh Jesus Christ! You know what I want to say? Someone is calling for it on the on um the Columbus protest tag right now, and it's something that to think about if you're uh, at home uh, and you're you're d- addicted to Twitter. Um, consider getting some sort of a VPN to hide where you're posting from, but uh, share what's happening on the police scanner. Uh, I spent the evening uh, last night listening to the police scanner. It's kind of an ASMR thing. Mm. It's weird because it just shit crackles through and they say what's happening and you have this weird flash of like what's happening and how they're fucking it up, you know? But at yeah, the same time, and they're also saying some pretty vile shit on those. Did you hear the TMZ thing? Here's Corey Taylor. Several roads have brought us to this point. Only one road is going to lead us out of here. We have to take the road together. Fight injustice, fight racism, fight oppression. Not too bad. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, if you're posting this stuff, and Corey Taylor might have just been like he didn't want to get yelled at, uh, you should add Black Lives Matter. But uh, uh, he also posted an article called An American Uprising. So he's like, he's on our side. I yeah. Think. No, it sounds right. I mean, we, here's the thing. Here's what I want to say to everybody. There is no answer to this. You have to just have an open heart. You have to give in to mystery. You have to give in to the unknown. You know, all of the businesses that you fucking love may not be there anymore, but life is long and things change. And one day you'll walk into a community owned fucking restaurant downtown and say, Hey, this used to be owned by some jackass that couldn't make a fucking taco to save their life. You know, it adds zest. Change is a part of everything. Absolutely. I, I don't know. It's like, and, and like to say there is not an answer because the only answers that people have is how can we make the government work for us and how can we make the police better? And those two things are pseudoscience. Mm-hmm. That's not nothing that can happen. Those aren't acceptable options anymore. Those have failed since 1776. We've been trying trying to fucking figure it out. You know, they did body cams, and every single time something happens, the body cams are either off or somehow got erased. Here's Guns N' Roses. Or whatever it is. Here's Guns N' Roses. They did the Blackout Tuesday, and it said, we stand on the side of justice. Black Lives Matter. Which is, for Guns N' Roses, that's a fucking move. That's a Because, you know, they're going to have a lot of fans that... uh, are mad about it, but uh, which of course the first comment is all lives matter. But uh, who said that? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what people go for, dude. You want to know what's crazy, man? Uh, I was at the protest. I heard this white guy saying the N word, and I was like, I was like, I creeped up, and then I was like, you know what, Brett, it's time to do the right thing. And I turned around, and he was like with three of like the squirreliest looking black dudes, and I was just like, all right, y'all grew up together, and you have your own thing, and <laughs> we're accepting of everyone. There's a lot it, of Lonnie's. It, there is such Lonnie representation at these that things. That same group, two very young, fun, bubbly black girls in like full neon, they matched their outfits, that kind of stuff. They started chanting all lives matter. And people were like, nah, that ain't it, that ain't it. And they were like, what the fuck? Police kill the white people too. They're out there killing all of us. They'll kill fucking any one of y'all. Don't think it's just black people. You Mexican, you Japanese, you're white. They'll fucking kill you out here. And then other people started cheering. And then this other lady popped off and just started like, went on this like 90 second rant that backed her up. And was just like, for real, it's every single one. And they're against all of us. It's about like, they just, 
everybody was in full synergy together. Yeah, I saw it today. Like, like uh, it's you, you, like there, we are all broken little pieces of a puzzle. You know, there's not one person. It takes hundreds of us doing what we can. The rest of our lives are fucked up and not together, and we can't even get our anything. But we can put time towards this, and we are ready to show up. And I, what I want to say about the, everyone that shows up to those fucking protests is ready to rebuild the city once we do it the right way. I mean, I'm ready so to That's work. why they're showing up. I'm ready to work. I got I'll, my plan for the future at I'll the end of I'll be out there. I'll be out I got there it. fucking podcasting. I got it planned. I have it planned at the <laughs> okay. end. You ready? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You want to hear it? Um, are you done with the ads? What ads? The people that are doing the ad. Oh, I wanted to do the one last like okay. finale guy. Okay. Which is uh, Chris Novoselic of Navarna. Sure. Uh, this guy. I, first of all, was very surprised by this. He's, if you're in Nirvana, you know, yeah. it seems like it's impossible to end up a chud if you were in Nirvana. That's also true because, yeah, uh, what's his name? Kurt, Kurt was on wearing dresses. You know, he wasn't, he didn't have the right things to say, but just being a straight at the time in the nineties, just being like, yeah, I feel kind of gay myself, even though I'm not yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's problematic, but it was a way to just be like, yeah, fuck it, man. Who cares? Like it's punk to, to fucking kiss your boyfriends, you know, so <laughs> like it, they, it, it's really, uh, I don't know. He, he, he was really, you know, he, he said, like, he talked about feminism and all that shit. It's really unfortunate. The way that people, I, I think it's just what happens is it's survivorship bias. It always comes down to survivorship bias. Yeah. It's you like, got it and you think you deserved it because no one else was good. Because at the same time, you go and meet people all the time and they can't make music as good as you did. Or they can't podcast. Or they can't do anything as good as you did. So all of a sudden, you feel like you get all these special fucking things, you know? So Trump gave a speech earlier in the week. I think it was I Monday. Said Kirk Cobain. Is this his name Kirk or Kurt? I call it Kirk. Kirk Cobain. Kurt. Kurt. Kurt Cobain. Kurt. Yeah. Kurt? Like being yeah, like, like shutting someone off, like it's being Kurt. K-U-R-T. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Kirk. Like yeah. Captain Kirk. Kirk Cobangs. Kirk Cobangs, right. Um I got this. So Donald in my cup. So this comes after uh Donald Trump talked about Monday afternoon when Trump emerged from his underground bunker, which by the way, he was not hiding like a coward. He had to just happened to have to go down to the bunker and investigate it, you know, do a little inspection, which, you know, presidents do that, dude. They, they do the, they do the, their inspections on the house. He's, you know, I mean, I, I have to take care of my own fucking lawn. I have <laughs> to true. look at, I have to go look at all the blooms and be like, well, plant, <laughs> do you need water or do you need, do I need to straighten this brick? What, what I has mean, to happen? That's the thing where if he wasn't such a fascist piece of shit, it would be so fun to like make fun of that. He couldn't even say, I went down to the bunker because motherfuckers seem like they might get here. You know, instead he said, no, there was an inspection scheduled. I was always scheduled to go down to the bunker. That's what I'm going to do. It's like, what is wrong with you, dude? Why can't you just admit it? Liar kid in the neighborhood is in charge. Yeah, that's exactly right. So he gives this speech about turning the uh, military out on us and shit like that. And uh, Chris uh, posts on Facebook, which you'll never you won't find it now. Because he deleted all of his social media. <laughs> yeah, he went private on Twitter and... Wait. Yeah, he, he 
went private. No, he deleted, deleted the Twitter deleted. and went private on Facebook on his person. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Wow, I know many of you can't stand him. However, Trump knocked it out of the park with this speech." Uh, he he said he recounted that he drove from Waukecum to Seattle and back today and have seen countless fellow Washingtonians on the road. I did not see any violence, but a Tesla supercharging station at an Auburn mall was closed off by police. Driving, I passed by regular flo- folks. <laughs> Wait, that's violence? Shutting off the Tesla station? Uh, yeah. God I, damn you, I can't get home now. <laughs> I drive by regular folks who are also stressed by COVID. Now social media and television are looping images of societal breakdown. Well, that's because it's happening. Yeah, we're reporting on what's going on. The Nirvana basis... Oh, wait, here it is. While Novoselic acknowledged that Trump should not be sending troops into states and illegally might not be able to anyway, the Nirvana basis lauded Trump's tone as strong and direct. The Nirvana basis then pointed to leftist insurrection as further evidence of how polarized the country have become. Imagine if so-called patriot militias were raising this kind of hell. They were! They, they, like three weeks stupid, ago, my yeah. dude! Three weeks ago! They literally took over the state houses in some places and no one shot them with a pepper ball or a fucking concussion grenade in the face. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> aiming at the face when they use these weapons. The the knee knockers are, are becoming face blasters. Yeah. He said, imagine if so-called patriot militias were raising this kind of hell. If this were the case, left-wing people would welcome federal intervention. That's not true. Left, left-wing left people take them down. are the ones they attack with the most true. vigor. That's you true. Know what That's I pretty mean? much why they're around. <laughs> yeah, they attack us way more than, and I, I, again, the militias. Like, what a dumb fucking guy, you know? Uh... Most Americans want peace in their communities, and President Trump spoke to this desire. Never mind the legal details that few understand. Trump said he would go stop the violence, and this speaks to many. What a fucking dumb man this guy is. In response to comments to his initial post, Novoselic reiterated that his Facebook page is not a parody account and certainly not a partisan echo chamber. I prefer to think for myself, thank you. He also said he voted for Gary Johnson in the 2016 presidential election. So brave. Yeah. So then he, yeah, uh, he bravely deleted his... uh, Twitter and made his Facebook private, which is... Yeah, uh, I mean, those people should never... Just because someone's good at the bass guitar does not mean... He wasn't even good at the bass guitar, though. He just got lucky. Yeah. He had talented friends. Yeah, that's true. Is what ended up happening. He got swept up point. in a moment. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He just happened to be the guy going... Dum, 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 yeah. On his bass while fucking he was working with two musical geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is a... I'm not, I don't believe in the meritocracy, but I do believe that if you were in Nirvana, you should, Dave Grohl somehow made it. Oh yeah. To, like I'm Bigger. Just, yeah. Yeah. Bigger was, than Nirvana. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about it and it's like, when you look at a list of rock bands, like rock and roll, the cornball canon list of greatest rock bands. Nirvana's probably like right there in the top five for most people. You should be able to make a whole career out of just that, you know, moving yeah, on to I the next thing. Not really, though, actually, because no band, like not a lot of side projects make it as big as their original I mean, band. It's Dave really hard. Dave Grohl was able to pull it off. He's a unique. He's an enigma. Every single one of the Beatles were able but to pull it off. Foo Fighters. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. All what of bands, them had solo careers. Jo- 
Every one of them had successful solo careers. That's not making a new band to make new music with people. That's people sucking them off because they're the Beatles. Yeah. I mean, he did make a band with some of the guys from Sublime. Who? <laughs> Chris Novoselic. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that, uh, Foo Fighters is the ACDC of the 90s. Yeah. I think that they, they are our ACDC in that they are constant and everywhere and that they drive me nuts when I fucking hear them. Yeah, I, I hate them. And people think it's like hard rock when it's the most gentle shit I've ever heard. It should be a lullaby. To yeah, I agree. I hate it. So, uh, I think that's the show this week. Well, I want to hit as my much plan. as we could. Brett's going to pitch his plan. Here's what I think. You ready? Yeah. We need to everybody advance to your downtown area get the police to quit get the government to quit take over the state house what we will have is a is a columbus membership card which means every which means we will require that you offer up four hours a day five days a week you will go downtown to the state house you'll sign up for work We'll get you on a Coda bus to go pick vegetables, rebuild neighborhoods and underserved areas. Um, and we will create a system where if you are a member of Columbus and you get a full share, you can go to the grocery store, you can go to concerts, you have full access to everything that exists in Columbus. Nothing restricts you anymore. Now, there will be all kinds of you know, we'll, we'll make exceptions for people that can't get a full share, but for everybody downtown that has all that time to waste, we can put them in North Linden and we can put them in underserved communities and direct all the money from new developments into rebuilding and refurbishing the communities that are there. And we will no longer need money or cash. Facebook will become free book marketplace where the things that we own will just be made completely available after we're done with them. There will be no more negotiating. Um, you're not going to like buy, buy a new speaker for $250 and then six months later sell it for $175 and feel like you lost $75. When you're done with it, you're done with it. And the next person down the line is ready to go. There is everything in place to make all of this work and everyone down there knows what the fuck is up because they aren't relying on anybody else but themselves and they've been living that way forever and all of the broke people that have been disenfranchised and forgotten by this society we have so much power together to make something that's completely incredible to make something that's never been seen before and the the pathway is in front of us right now hey right good job yeah. columbus card right i mean we, makes we'll sense sort that stuff out later but i think we can do something like that yeah I mean, it seems like the truth to me, and I, I said this earlier in the week on Facebook, because uh, that's another thing with me is like, I cannot quit posting on Facebook when shit like that ha this happens. Like, yeah. I always feel like if I'm on Twitter, it's like, you know, you're preaching to the converted. If you're on Facebook, you're making your family. I went. <laughs> yep, exactly. And the thing about it is that we do live on Facebook. A lot of us live on Facebook and especially the older people. And uh, for the most part, I've given up a lot of the Facebook fighting. I don't think it means a goddamn thing. Um, but at moments when it does, it is the time to do it. And I have had very little pushback. I haven't had me anybody neither. come and get to me. And I've I mean, been really ac accusatory. And I've been, you know, I've talked about my police experiences, you know. I feel like me and you are such, <laughs> we're such an inconvenience to our, like, families that, like, 
I foresee a time where we're me and you just have to spend the holidays together because <laughs> not or, well we already do. That's what we've done. Yeah, second but, fam second family is a real thing. Yeah, family is real. I don't know what my parents think about all this, but I don't think they have good thoughts about it. I, I my aunt, you know, was a cop, and uh, you know she once said, "Hey Brian, you know, uh, can you take it easy on the police?" And I said, "No, everybody else does." Yeah, <laughs> not doing that. I said, I just said no right to her, and now's uh, the time to flush them. Yeah, so. I think my parents, you know, uh, I remember when they got very mad at me because I asked for Ice Cube's album and they thought that was Body Count with Cop Killer. Sure. And uh, they yelled at me, how do you think that makes them feel? And then it made me feel guilty for a period of time. And now I always think like, fuck it, I don't care. They fucking have a Corvette collection. Why the yeah. fuck would I even like care about their feelings at all at that point? Yeah. You know, they're fucking- I'm not concerned. Making a ton of money bashing people's skulls in and lying to people about what drugs will do to you. Yeah, you made your own decisions. Yeah, so I don't know what my parents, my parents probably don't have great opinions. I, I even posted about this I, online. They used to call the police on me and Jason all the fucking time. I want, yeah. So- I want to say- um I know she hasn't listened, but, um, and I don't know if I want to report, I can't report it as confirmed news, but my, I think my mom has come around. No way. I mean, over the last couple years, she's kind of just said to me, like, you know, there's been times when there was protests before, like when we went to Pikeville and stuff, as she said, like, ever since you were a little kid, you know, you used to get in trouble for causing fights and stuff because you stood up for somebody and you've always been somebody that does that kind of thing. And so I know that's what you do. And so like the first, like I think it was Friday, the second night of looting and crisis and people were just going nuts. And we went to the protest and like, it was just fucked up, you know, violence everywhere. She sent me a text message that said, uh, Hey, I still got this, uh, from when you were a kid. I guess things don't change. And it's a picture in the shed of a men working sign that I stole. It's a big orange metal sign, like one of those like guys yeah. digging in the ground sign. And it wasn't, it didn't say like, I think you should burn everything down or like I'm a communist. It, I think it was just like a tacit understanding of why I feel the way I do and like an acceptance. I think that's what it is. I feel even the change you sent, you sent a, to our, our dad chat with our local dads. You sent a, a, a poll that said that the majority of people were, were okay with the Minneapolis third precinct being burned down, right? Yeah, yeah. And so there, we're at a moment, and I think that uh, what I found and what I what I said when I came back that is like, as long as you're not okay, as long as you're okay with fucking broke people, you're fine. Like if you're at the protests, you're fine. But when the pro, when the mob comes to the suburbs, if you weren't down there and no one can vouch for you, your head might get pulled off its shoulders <laughs> and no one cares, right? Because like this is a reckoning that we've had to have for centuries. And I came from this shit. I came from being an eight year old that was stealing to make money to get other things that I wanted. I came for, I felt that I had to steal and cheat and lie to get ahead because nothing came easy to me as a young man. And I grew up 
alongside of a lot of folks that I know are dead or in jail now because yeah. they're black. Yeah. And my daughter goes to a school in Columbus, Ohio, that is com- severely underfunded and overpopulated. And they have the teachers that are just so dedicated to do what they do. And they're spending more money on preparing a jail sale for my kids' classmates than they are preparing them to be a part of the Columbus card carrying society where there's no money and we rebuild areas, you know? Yeah. They have nothing to offer except for violence and more oppression. They are no longer our leaders. They are no longer anyone we need. It's not the time to ever question it. That it's double down time. We have a fucking 11. I've said it before. We have an 11. Okay. And blackjack. Good job. You have to double down. I'm not, I don't I don't think I can do anything better than that. Sure. So let's end the fucking show. Thanks for listening to Street Fight. Uh, we love all y'all. We will see you at the protests. I'm going to work on other things. Please get in contact with me through some sort of encrypted means. I'd love to, to keep the conversation going and figure out how this can be sparked into the world that we all want to see. Let's spread this mess across the U.S. We're doing it the best. Peace. Peace.